Good morning, everyone. Happy Sunday. I hope that it's a blessed new week for you all. Thank you for joining me this morning. I am James Carruthers with Between the River and the Ravens, and it's good to be back. It's been a few weeks since I've done this half Torah, Basora portion with the Torah, uh, or on Let's Talk Torah. I know, of course, we have recycled and we are back to the beginning, and I think it's just an amazing plan that Yah has made as we now change into this new season of fall and into winter as things are at right now changing colors, starting to wither away. Uh, we see that also the cycle of the Torah is starting over. So I think it's a, a perfect time to just press on. I know everybody is challenged with their own things in life, but sticking to Yah leaning on him. He will guide you through, allow you to persevere through any storm that you face. Good morning, everybody in the chat. Robert Wagner had a great word this morning. I love the story how he actually met someone at the store with a tattoo of the title of his show. So I hope that he was able to share uh, that story and maybe he'll be on uh, the next show able to check it out. Uh, that's an amazing uh, appointment from y'all. Judy, good to see you. I know you mentioned you had snow already out in Utah. That's a little early for me. Uh, I'm sure we will end up with some here in Tennessee. We usually do, but it's not usually until the first couple months of the year. So uh, we do pray for your safety and hope you're enjoying that snow. I know it is always beautiful uh, when it snows, but sometimes it does come with its hardships. But uh, shalom to you, as well as my wife and anyone else joining in later on. I know Robert shared a, a story of the other day, yesterday, how his he had some car issues with the brakes going out. And, uh, you know, I've been in similar situations, spontaneous car trouble. Definitely test your patience and your level of calmness. You know, if you want to see how well you can stay calm in a dire situation, deal with some spontaneous, possibly dangerous car conditions, and that will really show you where you're at <laughs> with your patience and calmness. But I'm so glad that they were okay and able to get everything under control. And like the like Robert was saying, you know, they stayed calm, they looked to Yah for a plan, and they they found one quickly. And that's usually how it goes, you know, when you stay frustrated and upset, that's when things just stay chaotic and you're not able to just see, think simplicity and come up with a, a, a way to overcome the struggle. So that was a great lesson this morning. Judy still says it's snowing. So yeah, you may be getting quite a few inches today. So uh, send us a picture on Telegram or something. We'd love to see it and see how it's looking out there in Utah. So we are going to dig into the half Torah and Besor portion today. Like I said, this is, we have started week one in Bereshit. Uh, we had a wonderful fellowship on Friday as we entered into Shabbat that evening. Uh, we've kind of redirected how we are doing Let's Talk Torah on Friday evening now. Robert and Shell Wagner, as well as myself and my wife Lee, are doing an online discussion fellowship where we just... We started off with some worship songs to praise Yah for his glory and goodness. And then we just kind of dug in and, you know, brought up different topics and talking points uh, for that 
tore a portion. So it was great to see, you know, four different perspectives. We got a lot of participation in the chat, people commenting and sharing their thoughts and ideas. So we hope that that continues to build and we can just create a large online fellowship since we are spread around the country and even world. Um, we may not be able to meet physically in person with each other, but this is the best way uh, that we can do that. So we're looking forward uh, to all those future weeks to come. Shalom, Shell. Good to see you here. Hope you guys have a blessed week. I'm looking forward to some of your upcoming shows this week as well. So we are going to be doing the half Torah out of Yeshayahu Isaiah 42 verse 5 through 43 verse 10 and then followed up with the Besor portion out of Yehokanon, John chapter 1, 1 through 17. And each week I just kind of ask for discernment on for Yah to show me how he wants me to do it. Sometimes we do commentary. Sometimes we just read the word and let it speak for itself. Uh, so this week we are just going to do a little bit of both. And I hope that the words speak to you and are a blessing. I really enjoy also reading these portions along with the Torah portion because they do connect and align. And of course, Isaiah is such a wonderful book. And then any of the the, the Basora is always uplifting. A lot of times you have Messiah speaking. Uh, and of course, you can't get any better than that. So let's go ahead and get started in Isaiah. 42, verse 5. And I'm going to have a little bit more words to go with the verses, so just read along, bear with me, and uh, we'll uh, get going. Thus says El Yahuwah, He that created the heavens and stretched them out, like an immense curtain suspended on nothing, He that spread forth the earth, for man's use and delight, and that which cometh out of it, all its plants and products of the soil. He that giveth breath unto the people upon it, and spirit, reason and personality, to them that walk therein, to all its inhabitants. In Acts 17.25, Neither is worshipped with men's hands as though he needed anything Seen, he gives to all life and breath and all things. You know, he created all things through him and for him, and he saw that it was good. Just so blessed for his creation and everything that he's provided us to survive and thrive in this world. Verse 6 I, Yahuwah, have called thee, namely the Messiah, whom he here addresses in words of encouragement, in righteousness in his zeal for the salvation of Israel, in the merciful expression of his love for fallen mankind, by virtue of which the true righteousness is imputed to all believers, and will hold thine hand, take a firm and reassuring grasp, transmitting his divine power, and will keep thee and give thee for a covenant of the people, as the mediator of the covenant, made with the patriarchs for a light of the Gentiles to bring true spiritual light to the Gentiles, to open the blind eyes, 
those stricken by the blindness of the natural sinfulness and enmity against Yah, to bring out the prisoners, those held by the fetters of sin, from the prison and them that sit in darkness, namely in the darkness which fills the heart of all men by nature. In Ephesians 5 verse 8, For ye were in time past darkness, but now are ye light in Yahuwah. Walk as children of light. You know, we are supposed to do that each and every day, having our light on the hill. We're just so blessed that he's given us the opportunity to do that. Out of the prison house, all of this was fulfilled in Yahusha as the New Testament so abundantly testifies. This section being quoted or used by the evangelists and apostles at least 15 times. That this work of the servant of Yahuwah will be carried out successfully is vouched for by the name and honor of Elohim himself. Verse 8. I am Yahuwah, the unchangeable one, that is my name, and my glory will I not give to another, neither my praise to graven images. The honor of his holy name over against the false claims of the idols and their servants demanded this solemn pledge. If he does not send the promised mediator of the covenant to bring salvation to Jews and Gentiles alike, then he has lost the right to be called Yahuwah and to be adorned as the true Elohim. Behold, the former things are come to pass, namely the deliverance of Israel at the time of their passage through the Red Sea that we see in Exodus 14 and 15. And new things do I declare, the fulfillment of former promises being the guarantee that those herewith uttered will also come to pass. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them, all the promises of Elohim in him are yea, and in him amen, unto the glory of Elohim by us. In 2 Corinthians 1 verse 20, For all the promises of Elohim in him are yea, and in him amen, unto the glory of Elohim by us. I just love how that you see that repetition there from Old Testament to the New Testament. Verse 10. Sing unto Yahweh a new song, a hymn of praise in honor of the new things promised, a psalm lauding his mercy in the Savior and his praise from the end of the earth so that the whole earth resounds with it. Ye that go down to the sea, and the seafaring inhabitants of the isles and coasts of the Mediterranean Sea, and all that is therein, all the marine animals being called upon to join in this praise of Yahuwah, the isles and the inhabitants thereof, that is, all the people of the earth. Let the wilderness and the cities thereof, the great Arabian desert with its commercial centers, Lift up their voice and villages, the fortified camps that Kadar doth inhabit. The second son of Yishmael, being named as representative of the nomad tribes of the east. 
let the inhabitants of the rock of mountainous Idumea sing. Let them shout to the from the tops of the mountains with a voice which carries far and wide. Let them give glory unto Yahuwah and declare his praise in the islands. The entire exhortation being summarized here. Yahuwah, in carrying out his counsel of salvation, shall go forth as a mighty man like a hero. He shall stir up jealousy and indignation and fury in his own heart. Like a man of war, an invincible warrior, he shall cry, yea, roar with a fearful battle cry. He shall prevail against his enemies, boasting of his victory over all enemies. The entire section is built up so that there can be no question of Yahuwah's final triumph. Yahuwah now takes up his proclamation in person once more. I have long time holding my peace, not interfering with the ways of men. I have been still and refrained myself, purposely holding himself back. Now, when patience and forbearance could no longer be practiced, will I cry like a travailing woman. I will destroy and devour at once groan, pant, and gasp. I will make waste mountains and hills, thereby destroying the enemy, and dry up all their herbs as a preliminary act of the final annihilation. And I will make the rivers islands, and I will dry up the pools, thereby making their land uninhabitable, the final judgment of the world is always included in prophecies like that here given, where one act of the preliminary punishment is sketched. But while the enemy feel the wrath of Yahuwah, the believers feel the riches of his blessing. And I will bring the blind, those who realize the condition of blindness with which they are suffering, by a way that they knew not which they never would and could find on account of the natural perseverance of their hearts. I will lead them in paths that they have not known. I will make darkness light before them. Psalms 32, 8. I will instruct you and teach you in the way which you shall go. I will guide you with my eye. That gives me so much encouragement to know that Yah knows the path for us. We just must listen to him using discernment and wisdom that he gives us so that we don't fall off the path that he has chosen for us. I will make darkness light before them so that they will not stumble and fall and crooked things straight, removing all obstructions and making level paths everywhere. All this proclaiming the sure deliverance of the children of Elohim. These things will I do unto them and not forsake them. For Yahuwah is ever by the side of those who believe in him. By way of contrast, he now refers to the unhappy condition of the idolaters, of the ungodly. They shall be turned back, reeling in their stupor of disappointment. They shall be greatly ashamed heaped with disgrace, that trust in graven images, that say to the molten images, ye are our gods. That is ever the lot of the idolaters, 
no matter whether their idolatry is openly practiced or held in secret only. The religion of Yahusha Hamashiach is the only true, the absolute religion. Verse 18. Hear ye deaf, and look ye blind, that ye may see. So the prophet now addresses the people of Israel in general on account of their spiritual callousness, which is rapidly turning into hardness of heart. Who is blind but my servant? The reference here being to Israel itself. Or deaf as my messenger that I sent, not hearing a word of the message which Yahuwah entrusted him to be given to the Gentiles. Who is blind as he that is perfect, one whom Yahuwah has regarded as his friend, and blind as Yahuwah's servant? This very fact making the blindless almost unexplainable and causing Yahuwah to refer to it so continually. In John 9.41, Yahusha said unto them, If ye were blind, ye should have no sin. But now ye say, We see, therefore your sin remains. Verse 20, Seeing many things, but thou observest not, opening the ears, but he heareth not. Israel has reached a point where most of its members are unable to understand, although they have both eyes and ears open, the many miracles of Elohim's grace are overlooked or speedily forgotten. All this in spite of the wonderful exhibitions of grace which Yahuwah gave them time and again. And Yahuwah is well pleased for his righteousness sake. He will magnify the law and make it honorable. Literally, it pleased Yahuwah for the sake of his righteousness. Great lie made his instruction and glorious, revealing himself in his word for the sake of his covenant faithfulness. Yet they did not understand. But this is a people robbed and spoiled. Israel, in spite of all Yahuwah's efforts, lying on the ground helpless, they are all of them snared in holes, and they are hid in prison houses, the very ones who were called to the liberty of the children of Elohim. They are for a prey, and none delivered, for a spoil, and none saith, Restore. The very people who, as the friend and messenger of Yahuwah, should enjoy the most perfect freedom, is being held in the most disgraceful captivity. This unnatural condition should surely open their eyes. Whom among you will give ear to this? Who will hearken and hear for the time to come? Realizing the gravity of the situation properly and being guided by it. And who gave Jacob, Yaakov, for a spoil and Israel to the robbers? Was it merely a, the work of chance? Did not Yahuwah, he against whom we have sinned? The prophet here identifying himself with the disobedient people of his nation. For they would not walk in his ways, neither were they obedient unto his law. They were very emphatic in their refusal to be guided by his word and will. Therefore, 
He hath poured unto him the fury of his anger and the strength of battle, the fury of warfare. And it hath set him, Israel, the Yahweh's people, on fire round about. Yet he knew not, did not realize even then what Yahweh intended them to feel. And it burned him, yet he laid it not to heart. Even Yahuwah's punishment did not make them wise. The prophet's complaint is that the same as that which was made by Yahusha when he looked upon the city of Jerusalem and wept over it with the exclamation that the matters conductive to her welfare were hidden from their eyes. In Luke 19.42, saying, If ye had known, even you, at least in this your day, the things which belong unto your peace, but now they are hid from your eyes. Going into Isaiah 43. But now, thus says Yahuwah, that created thee, O Yaakov, and he that formed thee, O Israel, not only in the act of creation, but in the sense of making the descendants of Jacob his own peculiar people, a distinction which has now been transferred to the spiritual Israel. Fear not, namely after the stern reproofs of the last chapter and on account of the natural feeling of sinfulness and unworthiness. For I have redeemed thee, his main activity ever consisting in his ransoming his children from the power of their enemies. I have called thee by thy name, therefore expressing the relation of intimate friendship which he wanted to exist. Thou art mine, his incomparable love cause, causing him to regard Israel as his precious possession, which he treasures with all the power of his eternal mercy. When thou pass through the waters, thou great dangers, through great dangers, I will be with thee, and through the rivers they shall not overflow, as when Israel went dryshod through the bed of Yardan, although it was the period of the annual floods. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon you. The most extreme perils would not be able to harm those who place their trust in him, the Elohim of their salvation. For I am Yahuwah, thy Elohim, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior, the outstanding names of the true Elohim in this Old Testament, the very mention of which is a guarantee of his friendship, especially that of the Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia, the sub-part of Egypt, and Seba, the province of Miri, between the white and the blue Nile, for thee, the ungodly being given as ransom for the just to punish them for their iniquities in opposing the true Elohim. Proverbs 21, 18, the wicked shall be a ransom for the righteous and the transgressor for the Yashar Elohim. Verse four, 
since thou was precious in my sight, valued most highly by the great Elohim, thou hast been honorable, esteemed greatly in his sight, and I have loved thee, this being the climax of his kind assurance. Therefore I will give men for thee and people for thy life, sacrificing the ungodly in order to deliver them that are his. As stated in the previous verse, so eager is Yahweh to impress the greatness of his love upon the minds of his children that he repeats his reassuring statements. Fear not, for I am with thee. The pronoun I being placed with special emphasis. I will bring thy seed from the east and gather thee from the west. The spiritual Israel, the church of Elohim, being collected from the members of all nations. I will say to the north, give up. And to the south, keep not back. The form of the admiration, including a very willing yielding on the part of the distant peoples, all under the influence of Yahweh's merciful invitation. Bring my sons from far and my daughters from the ends of the earth, the prophecy having in mind the sum total of the believers gained through the proclamation of his message. Even every one that is called by my name as an evidence of their belonging to him in faith, for I have created him, Israel, as representing the church of Elohim of all times, for my glory, that the work of the church might re redound to his honor and glory. I have formed him by a process of careful education, yea, I have made him, prepared him for the purpose of his mercy, of the saints, of Yahuwah, whom he has called, sanctified, and kept in the faith. Not one will remain behind the last day. All will enter into the joy of their Elohim. Verse 8, bring forth the blind people that have eyes and the deaf that have ears, namely to appear before the tribunal, for in spite of their spiritual blindness, the children of Israel have had the opportunity to observe certain facts for their senses, to which they may now testify. Let all the nations be gathered together and let the people be assembled the Gentiles from all over the world who among them can declare this and show us former things. The heathen are challenged either to prophecy in the same manner as Yahuwah or to bring proof of the fact that the events have come to pass according to their prediction. Let them bring forth their witness that they may be justified, namely by submitting adequate proofs which others would be bound to acknowledge, or in case they are unable to do this, let them hear and say, it is truth, namely, that presented on Yahuwah's side. Verse 10, Ye are my witnesses, says Yahuwah, and my servant whom I have chosen for the purpose of bringing Israel to the knowledge of the only true Elohim.
that ye may know and believe me by virtue of the testimony of their own eyes and understand that I am he, have a clear and convincing comprehension. Before me, there was no Elohim formed. He alone was Elohim from eternity. Neither shall there be after me, since he is in exclusion, possession of the deity. And that does it for Isaiah. We're going to move on to John 1 through 17. And this just goes so perfectly with the very beginning of the Torah in Genesis, the creation, the word made flesh. We know Messiah was there from the beginning with his father, Yahuwah, Abba Father, as they created. And we see that Messiah is the word from the beginning, the head. In the beginning was the word and the word was with Elohim and Elohim was the word. The same was in the beginning with Elohim, and all things were made by him, and without him was nothing, anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from Elohim, whose name was Yehokanan, John the Baptist. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lights every man that comes into the world. He was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of Elohim, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of Elohim. And the word was made flesh, and tabernacled among us, and we beheld his glory, and glory as of the Yahid of the Father, full of grace and truth. Yehokanan bore witness of him and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spoke. He that comes after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. And of his fullness have all we received, the grace and grace for grace. For the law was given through Moshe, Grace and truth came by Yahusha HaMashiach. You know, we know there is a second coming, that Messiah is coming back. So we need to be that Yehokanon, John the Baptist, preparing the way, preaching of the, the, the goodness of the word, the light, shining bright in us, shine that to others. Let them know of what's coming, that the time is short, that we don't know how much longer we have. So we need to change of our ways, repent and be baptized and put all of our trust and focus on Yahuwah and his son, Messiah, Yahusha. 
I thank you all. I hope this message was a blessing. I love reading. Anytime I get a chance to read through Isaiah, the first chapters and books of the New Testament, the Besorah, they're always such a blessing. There's so much meaningful content in them. So I hope that that blessed you today. Stay tuned later tomorrow. Uh, actually, tomorrow we have a few shows, A Mercy Poured Forth, uh, as well as Modern Day Samaritan Woman. So we're looking forward to that. And we hope that you stick with us here at Heart of the Tribe. And we hope that you have a wonderful, blessed week. And we keep you all in our prayers that Yahweh bless you and shine his face upon you. Shalom, everyone.